Across the UK, overnights with Martin Kellner. There is a place I'd give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars and a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico Great, uh, Long John Baldry once more uh, introducing on spot from Mexico. Delighted to say, joined by our good friend John Bonfilio. Uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much for joining us. No problem. Good evening. Good evening. Now, a weekend of celebration. Uh, you've had Cinco de Mayo, which I understand is celebrated in America more enthusiastically than actually in Mexico. Yeah, it's celebrated by uh, uh, Latins, Hispanics in in. Um in the U.S. and U.S. Uh, citizens of other uh, racial mixes have sort of adopted that as being an important day. But actually here in Mexico, it's um, it's the day that celebrates as being the only day that Mexico won a battle against the French. Yes. Which they subsequently lost. So here, actually, you know, really very not very much not a big thing at all. Yeah. Um, and the coronation, which we're uh, celebrating over here in the United Kingdom, um, that's, I suspect, not a big day in uh, Latin America either. The reaction here is tepid. Yes. I think it's, 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 look, I think that the, the, the important thing related to that is that, of course, Latin America has its own, you know, colonial history. So um, when something like this occurs, certainly politically, then you know, it's not that distinct to what took place here with the Spanish and Portuguese colonies and empires and so on. I do think, though, that it is important to differentiate between the personal and the political. So if you sort of speak to people personally or if you go online, the people are sort of excited about the pomp and the ceremony. Uh, there are how to watch guides all over the place. There are what, you know, what this sword means and what this thing means and what this guy. So there's definitely that level of personal enthusiasm in what is sort of broadly seen as i think as sort of a history piece um but if you look at the, the politics of it actually the only latin american leader that's going is lula da silva and that's mostly because he's he's embarking on an international camp campaign of brazilian reintegration and also curiously because prince charles uh, has visited brazil four times in each occasion he visited the amazon and both lula da silva and this uh, brazilian administration and um and King Charles uh, are, have not just vested interests, but have interests in uh, the, the upkeep, the maintenance, the conservation of the Amazon and, and its people. Beyond that, all other representatives from Latin America that are attending are senior representatives, your ambassadors, your foreign ministers. But there's no other leader that is attending the, the coronation. Yeah. And um, if we look at um, Belize, which is uh, in the Commonwealth, takes part in the Commonwealth Games uh, and all that, very much like uh, Jamaica, the suggestion is that they're on the way to uh, becoming a republic. Yeah. Johnny Briseño, the Belizean president, has said uh, emphatically that there is no excitement about uh, the coronation there at all. Actually, what's interesting there is that, as you say, you know, headed towards independence. And actually, Belize is the only country in the Commonwealth that actually, can actually vote to become a republic in Parliament, doesn't need to take it to uh, to the people to a plebiscite. They're part of this uh, CARICOM intergovernmental gov organisation, which are also not just uh, previous historically uh, British colonies, but also Spanish colonies, Portuguese colonies. Um, and they've signed up to this um, this 10 point plan 
that says that European governments connected to slavery should uh, issue, amongst other things, a public apology, cancellation of debts, reparations and so on. So, again, the history, although, you know, a Belize would be different from a Honduras, from a Guatemala, from a Colombia and a Venezuela. And actually, what does draw them together is this sort of emergence from from a colonial past. And, and they definitely share, you know, a sensibility which perhaps makes them turn a little bit away from things like uh, today's coronation. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, you mentioned Brazil. The uh, federal government there um, is uh, intent on removing wildcat miners from uh, indigenous lands. Um, tell me what that's all about. Yeah, and generating quite a bit of violence. I mean, we, we've covered, of course, you know, Amazon conflict, degradation, uh uh in the past on on your show this this story martin from this week actually relates to the fact that over the since Lula silver came into power in in january his administration actually set up a number of uh, departments of the environment and the amazon indigenous affairs and so on and there, there's been a lot of pushback in terms of trying to get out uh the, the smugglers illegal hunters wildcat miners uh, and so on from the Amazon. Wildcat miners are particularly damaging because it's not just the mining that they do, it's the mercury that they use to extract gold, which poison all of the waterways. And actually, when um, this delegation arrived into uh, the Yanomami Reserve a couple of months ago, they described some of the conditions as being akin to concentration camps because there was no food for this subsistence community to, to eat because everything had been poisoned. And this week, uh, the wildcat miners were, started to push back uh, and attacked uh, one village in the Yanomami Reserve in which three people were uh, were killed. Fundamentally, uh, which is something we, we know, the Amazon rainforest is basically ground zero for mm. environmental rights and degradation and indigenous welfare. So, you know, we, we know this from last year, of course, as well, with, you know, the sad death killing uh, murder of Don Phillips and Bruno Pereira. But it's one of the thing, one of those strange things that one of the most remote places on Earth can actually be almost the most important in terms of, you know, what is taking place there, continues to take place there, actually signifies much more broadly about things that affect us all. Yeah, absolutely. A um, couple of uh, sports, well, one one sports story um, that uh, struck me is because I, I was I was mentioning earlier on, actually, to uh, to Mark Donaldson, who joined us, um, that uh, there was uh, a huge celebration, I noticed the other day, in Leicester Square by uh, expat um, Italians from, uh, obviously, from Napoli, dressed in all the Napoli scarves, um, celebrating the fact that uh, Napoli have now won the uh, Serie A um, with four or five matches to spare. And I suspect there will have been <laughs> celebrations in uh, Argentina as well. Absolutely. I mean, is there a greater love affair in football than that between Napoli and Argentina? I mean, I, I, I don't think so. We'd have to you know, really, really search to find. Maybe that's this week's question, Martin. But look, even when Argentina won the World Cup, at the end of last year, Napoli were, you know, the crazy parties on the streets of, of Naples. And now that this has happened with Napoli winning the Scudetto, it's exactly the same in, in Argentina. And actually, of course, the figure at the centre of this has so much is at the centre of anything uh, Argentine is Maradona. Maradona's yeah. time uh, at Napoli. And actually, there's, there's some synchronicity there as well, because uh, when Argentina won the World Cup in 86, a year later was when Napoli won their first Scudetto, and the same things happened this year. 22, Argentina win, 23, uh, Napoli. And so all of the, uh, everything that is being shared in Argentina online and on the airwaves, uh, it, it, uh, Maradona is not even uh, 
uh, quietly concealed. He is his figure is completely present in everything. Uh, Maradona looking on uh, the fact that Maradona's uh, engineered this from from heaven and so on. He is the the central figure in all of the reporting and and the uh, the sense and the joy of what's taking place in Argentina at the moment uh, related to to Napoli's now famous win. Yeah, I, I, let's talk a little bit of boxing because of the show that was on before this. They were previewing uh, the British boxer John Ryder, who's um, who's fighting Saul Canelo Alvarez, a huge figure. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it continues a coronation theme because th- th- this has been dubbed the King is Coming Home. It's Saul Canelo Alvarez's first bout in Mexico in 12 years because he generally... Uh, fights in the U.S. where the, the the money is greater and there's more of a more of a payday, and certainly Mexico is reacting completely as though it's a you know the the returning king and a and, and a coronation. I mean, there is broadly it's expected that uh, this is not that much of a uh, a serious bout that it's something of a done deal. I mean, Canelo Alvarez is regarded is uh, uh, one of his sobriquets is the Brit Killer. He's mm-hmm. currently eight and zero against uh, British boxers. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is sort of, a uh, again, a returning uh, coronation for, for Canelo. And actually, if you, look, if you look at their records, they're not that, I mean, they're a little bit distinct, but they're not that distinct. So, you know, Canelo 58-2-2 two and, two, and Ryder 32-5. And, and but the big difference, if you look at that, because they're basically the same age, is that Canelo's fought twice as many times as John Ryder, who's only a couple of years uh, older. The, the prolific nature... Of, I don't think there's anybody, there's a boxing that, there's a boxer that has existed in history that has fought as much and with as great a level of success as Saul uh, Canelo Alvarez. And, and Mexico, uh, it cannot be overstated the adoration that Mexico, all of Mexico, has yeah. for Canelo Alvarez. There Absolutely. are no dissenting voices. Obviously, you know, uh, coronation tomorrow, um, a lot of people in favour, some dissenting voices. Canelo Alvarez zero dissenting voices in any part of Mexico. Yeah. Um, as always, John, thank you ever so much. Do appreciate it, and uh, and we'll talk again soon. No problem. Talk soon. Good man. Thanks very much. Uh, John Bonfilio there joining us from Campeche in Mexico. Um, 